0: It's a privilege to be my kid. Ha ha ha. So, <laughs> Lindsay's kids aren't getting allowance either. I like that lens. Are you looking for real life, tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. Okay, it's been another week of summer. It's another episode of the Mom Force podcast and another chance to hear from my sister, Erica.
1: Hi, guys. I'm happy to be back. This is so fun.
0: We are both a little hungover from the 4th of July, though, I have to
1: admit. Who can relate? So many fireworks, so many late nights. It's nice to maybe get back on a schedule soon. Oh,
0: we are months away. No, not months. Weeks away from getting on a schedule. But today's July 5th. We, our eyes are a little bit bleary, but we have important things we want to talk about. Our last episode was all about chores, and an important part of that discussion has to do with allowance, because for lots of families... They get paid for doing – kids get paid for doing their chores.
1: I remember growing up and being insanely jealous of my friends who got what I thought was a ridiculous amount of money for making their bed. Yeah. And I felt, I felt gyp- gypped. Yeah. I I didn't get allowance ever. I have no recollection of getting
0: allowance. I did get paid 20 cents a shirt for ironing my dad's shirts.
1: Which knowing <laughs> Which how like... how many he went through, you might have made a nice little hefty sum there. No. Took some 20 time. 20
0: cents a shirt. <laughs> no. But I, I remember feeling like it was child labor. Because he was very picky, too. He required a lot of starch. That was back in the day of spray starch, I was yes. just going to say. Yes. But I didn't have a choice in it. That was just, that was kind of my job, and they paid me for it. But I don't remember getting a regular allowance. But I think, you know, I'm the oldest of the 12 kids. Erica's number eight. eight. I'm
1: number eight. I think, you know, It was families, a little different from us. Families change yep. as
0: parents mature, and they get more tired.
1: More tired and, and they learn. Like, I think yeah. they learn what works and what doesn't work, because parenting, it, it evolves. So it does So you did get... Somewhat of an allowance. I remember getting money at the beginning of the week for school lunches. My dad would open up his wallet, hand me a $20 bill, and expect that to last through the week. So if I wanted to buy lunch at school, in middle school or high school, that was the money that I had to, I had to use. But I remember thinking, I don't see a, a bill this size in my hands very often, so I'm going to bring an orange and bum off my friends for some tater tots, and this 20 bucks is going in my pocket because that's about all I got, too.
0: I love that because that you're learning the value of money that way, right? You're like, I'd rather have, rather than
1: pizza at school, Yeah, I want that cash to go to the mall with. Yes. We want to we run down to the gas station and get ourselves a soda. And I knew my dad wasn't going to give me money. So this is, this is in my hands. So this is your fun money. It. Yep.
0: Well, I think that's at the heart of what I want to talk about today is why. Like in the discussion of allowance, what is it that we're really trying to do? We're trying to teach our kids about money. Yes. Okay. And I have some thoughts on this. So set the timer. Okay. Let's do this. So you guys, I've been a mother for 24 years and I have seven children and I have experimented with the range of possibilities when it comes to allowance. But the front of my mind is this thought that it's a privilege to live in my house. I am not paying you to do your chores. And you know what? There are lots of people in the mom force that- have that same thought, agree with that. Uh, in the Mob Force podcast, there is a post, Keenan posted a question about allowance. There were so many great answers if you want to get on that group and search. But Nora, this is what Nora says. Nora says, chores at our house are done without pay or rewards. We give praise for a job well done, but other than that, no allowance. I'm not gonna pay them to clean their apartments or home when they are adults. So that is not happening now.
1: It's a skill that most kids need to learn. So, yeah. learn it at home. And I
0: totally agree with that. I do and too. Lindsay also says, "It's a privilege to be my kid." Ha ha ha. So, <laughs> Lindsay's kids aren't getting allowance either. I like that, Lindsey. But kids do need money. And you know, maybe not when they're little. Younger no, kids don't three, need four, it as five. much,
1: no. But school, maybe not. My
0: youngest is 11 and I have learned that kids need money, especially as they get older. So, we have developed a system in our house to help teach how to use money and the value of money. Erica, you shared a few things with me, some lessons that your kids have learned about money because you don't pay
1: regular. Allowance, I don't do either. a regular allowance. No, I, it's, it's never been something, like I said, really growing up, we were never paid a regular allowance, but I do believe fully like you do that kidneys, kids need to learn the value of money. Uh, a few years ago, a few summers ago, I, I do let my kids do lemonade stands. I think it's a nice entrepreneurial way for them to to see how you work and earn money and, and the fruits of your labor. Jet came home. My uh, One of my boys came home. The lemonade stand wrapped up sooner than I expected. And he came home with a shiny, crisp, brand new $100 bill. What? I was equal parts shocked and kind of furious because it yeah. gave him such a warped idea of what his time and work was worth that the subsequent lemonade stand that he did, he wrapped it up because he was so bugged that no one's coming by to give him a $100 bill. Yeah, that's that not the way not, to work,
0: buddy. No, you <laughs> got work. work you. does not work that way. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that guy probably thought he was just going to give him a Oh, he thrill. thrilled him. Yes, yeah.
1: the, he was thrilled. And Jet still talks about the, the time he got a $100 bill at a lemonade stand. But it certainly didn't learn any uh, money, money-wise lessons. But Avery, your how old is she, 15? Avery is 15. So she had a job recently. She did. She got a job at a call center. A buddy of hers, uh, her father runs the call center. So he hooked up some of their friends. And it was lots of fun the first couple of weeks because all these school friends were working there. And there were fun perks, like pizza party on Fridays. But- She got her first paycheck, and she has had her eye on this sweatshirt that was $90. What? First of all, I
0: I was appalled. Does that
1: exist? That there was a sweatshirt that my daughter wanted for $90. It's gross. (laughs) It is. But it was her money, and I could not forbid her from buying it. But I told her, I'm like, okay, Avery, look at it this way. Look at it this way. $90. Is this sweatshirt worth eight hours of time at the call center? And she thought hard, long and hard. She was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to waste eight hours just for that sweatshirt. So it was a good lesson that she learned that your time is money and money equals products that you can buy. And if it's worth it, then great. If not, go on to the next uh, champion sweatshirt that you can buy at Walmart. Yeah. For 10. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I buy my kids pretty much what they need, like as far as food and I mean, obviously food, clothes and essentials, essentials yeah. that they need. I know there are some families that have their kids pay for everything. That's the way their family economy works. But if there is something that my kids want, like an expensive pair of tennis shoes or something that I don't deem necessary, I will often agree to split split I've done that. that. I've so done that. that makes them feel a little bit more of the the
1: sting of what they take that, care of it better. They're not going to leave their nice because yeah, then they're invested in Birkenstocks outside in the rain. Yeah, but thinking about
0: thinking about how Avery understood what her time is worth in that in that example Nate my husband Nate teaches my kids that their time is more valuable if they have a skill
1: I love that
0: so he's made sure that all of our kids when they become teenagers develop some type of skill or expertise that will allow them to make more than minimum wage so with Calvin it was power washing. We were living in Florida and everyone's garage and sidewalks and driveway, they get all mossy, mossy yeah, green algae, not in so much garages, but there, there is a need for power washing. And so he, Nate helped him invest in buying the equipment. And then he was learned how to use it safely and effectively and had a very lucrative power washing job with his friend, Joe and, uh, Henry was fixing bikes. He learned he's, he was on a mountain biking team. So he learned how to care for and tune up bicycles that's so great. in the in the warm months. And then we're a big skiing family. And so Henry whacked skis in in the winter. Be your own and boss. Yeah. So then he, could, he could charge yes. more for for those things. And also, we've taught them how to do sprinklers, uh, how to fix our own sprinkler systems. And so they the boys have worked for other people in fixing sprinkler systems. But teaching the idea and the concept that having a skill makes you more valuable, that's been part of our- Then
1: Avery- mind-numbing call center shootout by randoms. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So that's been one of our goals in how we've handled money in our family. That's a great one. Okay, Ricky, let's go back to the fact that our kids need money, especially as they get older. Avery had a little job. Jet had a lucky BMW drive by the lemonade stand. But do you ever pay your kids for anything?
1: I do. I do. I want to be able to, I like my kids to have fun. I want them to be able to experience things with their friends. And so those you want them to have cash. Cost money. Yes, they cost money. But I also don't want to just give a handout anytime they come. Hey, mom, can I have 10 bucks? Mom, can I have 20 bucks? I can't. I just no, goes because- against everything to just <laughs> hand too. out money for nothing. So I there are always jobs around the house that I don't want to do. And I'm not talking about your regular chores. I'm not talking about those. Like
0: the clean-up refrigerator job. Yes, or bigger jobs. Or the baseboards. We
1: we have white cabinet fronts in our kitchen. And with nine, kids in our fa- nine people in our family, you can imagine what those can turn in. So that's one of the big jobs that I save up. You want $10 to go to a movie with your friends? Great. Can you please wash off all the cabinet fronts? And I know, I've done it before, so I know how much time it takes for you to do it. Should take at least an hour. So don't come to me in 20 minutes saying you're done. We're going to do it again. So I know it takes at least an hour for them to do it. That's a $10 job. There's also lawn jobs, uh, not just mowing the yard. That's something the boys need to do anyway. But a big waiting job, those get nasty. And I know the time that it takes and I don't want to do it. My time is more valuable for me. But for them, it's totally worth 20 bucks for them to go spend three hours in the garden weeding for me. And then they're able to enjoy the time with their friends. A funny story that Jet, Jet had done something like that. He had done a job for me that took a lot of time and his friends were going to a movie. So I told him, yeah, of course you can go. You have the money. So Jet had a pocket full of cash and friends waiting. So he goes to the movies and when he gets home, I'm like, so how was the movie? What'd you get? Did you get any treats? And he said, mom, do you know a bucket of popcorn costs $8? I wasn't going to spend that. I didn't get any treats. I was quite proud of him for not wasting his money on stuff like that. So it was a it was a good lesson learned for another him. learning experience. Yes. yes.
0: So uh, I was looking through mom's old scrapbook. I know I keep referring to the scrapbook that mom kept, and you guys,
1: I really hope you guys are getting on the website to see these visuals that yeah. we keep posting each episode because our mother's visual eye and her charts and things are really quite. In the show hysterical. notes, I've been
0: including some of these things, but I was going to say it's another reason why we should be keeping things and recording things. Yes. And if you aren't using chat books, put these things in your chat books. Take a picture of the job chart. Take yes. a picture of all the, the daily things in your home and put them in your chat books. Anyway, this is one that mom put in this her scrapbook. It's a list of summer jobs where, you know, like I said, I don't remember a regular allowance, but here's a list here of uh, jobs for the big kids. Wash the van inside and out, $1.00. Clean the van windows, one dollar. Dust, wash, wax the choir seats. <laughs> the choir seats—that's what we used to call that big.
1: We had a big bench wooden bench. Yes, that's was a dollar
0: I signed up for the job. Clip all coupons to file in the coupon box, one dollar. So even back back, back in then, the day, mom was using this idea of paying for one-off jobs or projects.
1: Because I think we can all agree, kids need to learn the value of money. They need to uh, they need to be able to contribute to the family economy. The family. Okay. Logistics. That word, family economy. Family economy. I
0: think, I don't know if it was coined by the Ayers. I've mentioned Linda and Richard Iyer before, but they talk about family economy in their books. And back when we were living in Ashland, let's see, Calvin was eight at the time. Yeah, so my oldest had just turned eight. That's when I really got serious about we need... We need to teach kids money. And, and he was asking for allowance at this point. And so after reading their book, we created what we called the Bank of Quigland. This is
1: incredible. Our last name is Quigley.
0: So we went to the craft store and bought this. It looked like a treasure chest and that the kids all contributed their ideas for how it was going to be decorated. And Nate, Nate was the one who did painted it. And then we created a series of Excel spreadsheets where we kept track of everyone's allowance. And this is the way we started doing allowance. Again, it wasn't tied to doing their chores. It was something that we gave them, starting at eight years old, a dollar for each year of their age. And then we required that half of that was set aside. 40% of it went into savings. Yes. And then 10% of it went to charitable contributions. For our family, we wanted to teach them the importance of saving and also giving to charity. And then the other 50%, was their quick cash. And so that's what they could use for whatever. Yeah. Whatever they want to spend on. And so that's how we started, just on a spreadsheet. And then I found an app called, um, actually, it was just a website at the time, First Kids Bank. So it was all online. And that was a great way to manage everyone's allowance and what was going into saving and what was going into their quick cash. And we've since graduated from that. Any kid who, once they turn 13, they get a bank account. They get a savings account and they get a checking account that's tied to a debit card. And we still, for every week, whatever age that child is, you still do this. We (laughs) we still do that. So
1: inspiring.
0: Well, look, they kids always want money, and for our older kids, like at some point, they are going to need a lot of money, either for college or to go on a trip or to go to an expensive camp. You know, they need money, and so but we've kind of forced them to save ever since they were 8 years old so, so when they when they need it they you know my big kids have had the money
1: available and and again watching how that
0: accrues this in the savings account is an important lesson
1: i've noticed our bank If you're under the age of 23, the savings rate is so much better than just a normal savings account. Yeah, and
0: the the checking accounts are free. So if you have older kids, I would really look into this. And their bank accounts are tied to mine, so I can easily transfer the money over. And I've got it set up so it automatically – it gets a little bit older once they turn 13. Uh, They have to personally set aside the charitable amount. Mm -hmm. but. They've been pretty good about doing that. So great, V. So that's how we use money. My my youngest is 11, so he doesn't have a debit card. So I still manage his money through the First Kids Bank uh, website on my mm-hmm. phone. But, you know, I, I pay for everything for my kids except for the extras, the extra expensive items or, you know, the trips to the convenience store or Things oh, that I just... Oh, you
1: want, iPod, Airpods? Airpods. oh you want AirPods? AirPods. Oh, you want AirPods?
0: Oh, yes. It's a good thing you're saving your money for that. But one thing I wanted to talk about while we're talking about money is penalties. Because there was a while where I, I felt like I didn't want to use money to motivate them to do their jobs because they would inevitably say, oh, well, then I don't, I don't need, need money. I don't need, money. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> to do my work job. It's not worth my
1: time. No, but
0: I was getting frustrated with negative things that were happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm going to penalize you then. I'm going to take 25 cents for every item of clothing I find on your floor. Now that you're making money, watch how fast it disappears. Because penalties do
1: happen in real life, folks. Yes.
0: Well, so I had a chart. It was my penalty chart. And I would dock money for leaving out clothes, for not responding cheerfully when I asked you to do something. I mean, you name it. I was giving you a penalty. Oh, man. And after a few weeks of doing that, I realized that there was this real negative atmosphere mm. in our home. It was like too much focus on the negative that we kind of scrapped that away. But used sparingly, a penalty can be very powerful. I'm sure. Like, you're late for curfew again. If you're late next time, I'm docking you a dollar for every minute that you're late. So there is, there is a
1: place for There's penalties. a place, yes. How
0: about paying for grades? Do you pay your kids for getting good grades?
1: I am literally hit or miss when it comes to grades. I always think that I'm going to do it as the semester winds down. And if a kid happens to catch me on a good day, I'll be like, oh, you did, yes, you got. So you do pay bucks. for good grades. I do, on occasion, on occasion. Like I said, if they catch me on a good day, I expect my kids to get good grades, though. Yeah, me I don't, too. Again, I don't want them to feel like the only reason why they're studying is to get money. Um, the only reason... But
0: it can be a good
1: incentive. It is a good incentive. So I like I said, if if I know it's been a particularly strenuous workload for that semester, um, my kids are all involved in sports, so it's kind of hard to hold a regular job during the school year. But if I know it's been a particularly hard semester, then I, I will pay. I will pay. And it varies on the amount. Some kids might get $5 because... Their need isn't as great, but if I know a big cost is coming down the pipeline, I might be a little bit more generous. So flexibility. I'm very flexible and inconsistent. No, (laughs) let's focus on flexibility because I think flexibility is key in motherhood. We don't pay
0: for grades in our house, but we do let kids live the straight-A lifestyle. I
1: think I've never heard of that. What is a straight-A lifestyle?
0: They get to... They get extra privileges and we live 12 minutes from Sundance and my kids love to ski. So if you're living the straight A lifestyle and there's good powder, you can skip school and go skiing and have other
1: I like that. I am pretty flexible when it comes to school attendance. (laughs) If you have good grades and you need a mental health day, you can stay home. There's no problem.
0: Okay. Lots, lots of oh, thoughts and ideas over. about money. And you know, the beauty of this podcast is the conversation continues on the MomForce Facebook group. So I have this question that I would love your take on it. Come over to the MomForce Facebook group and tell me, How do you teach the value of money to young children, specifically those that don't need money? They're not motivated
1: by money. No, because I have heard my little, little three, four-year-olds just say, but mom, just put it on the credit card. Oh, they have no conception of what that
0: means. (laughs) Samantha from our Facebook group, she says with young kids, they implement a ticket system. They can be redeemed for screen time, special outings, or treats, or something out of the treasure box. So that's one idea. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Come over to the Mom Force Facebook group. Hey, if you love this podcast, tell your friends. And maybe rate and review. Yes. Apparently that helps more people find All the podcast. All the jargon after the end of a
1: podcast. <laughs>
0: All right, Erica, thanks for being here. I hope fun. you enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend and get a nap. I, oh, I'm on. Naps for everyone.
1: Naps for <laughs> everyone. I love that. Thanks, me. All you. right, see you. Okay, bye, guys.